0: Hello and welcome to another Sunday Playlist podcast. This week we continue the story of Acts from chapter 13, from verse 13 to the end of the chapter. It's so easy to forget, isn't it? I struggle to remember what happened yesterday, let alone what happened years ago. In ancient Jewish history, the tribes would remember significant events by erecting stone memorials as a way of not forgetting what God had done amongst their community. In today's passage, Paul stands up in the synagogue and retells a shared story spanning around 1500 years of how God rescued the people of Israel from Egypt, led them through 40 years in the desert, conquered nations, spoke to them through prophets and ruled them with kings. However, his ending of the story was not what many of them expected, that Jesus was the one it had all been pointing to. He was reminding them that their brief little lives were part of a much bigger and longer story, authored and edited by God himself. We all have a story to tell, full of highs and lows, and by sharing it in light of the bigger story of God's plan, we have a powerful and authentic tool for evangelism. It's hard to argue with personal experience, isn't it? So remember your story and rehearse it so that you'll be ready for the day when you're invited to share it. This song I wrote a while back is called Stories and Stones.
1: How oh, you remember your try A oh, way to mark every mile Go
0: Paul knew that the Jews, his own people, were the ones God had chosen to be a blessing to the rest of the nations of the world, and so when he entered a new city, he always went to them first, visiting the local synagogue. In verse 32 of chapter 13 he says, We tell you good news, what God promised our fathers he has fulfilled for us their children by raising up Jesus. He wanted them to know that they were living in the fulfilment of God's ancient promises, but. As we see towards the end of this passage, and like lots of their stubborn and wayward ancestors, many rejected Paul's message. Then Paul and Barnabas answered them boldly. We had to speak the word of God to you first. Since you reject it, and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life, ouch, we now turn to the Gentiles. It's because of people like Paul that people like me have inherited the promises of God. He'll later write to the Roman church that us non-Jews have been grafted unto the vine. We're not natural offspring but God has gone to great lengths to include us in. We are now children of the promise, as Kristen Getty sings in my next song, written by Stuart Townend. In it, he gives us an overview of God's big story and reminds us that it is by faith that we're saved and that by that same faith we're called to go to the lost. This is By Faith by Stuart Townend.
2: big move Yeah
0: Paul had a captive audience who were desperate to hear more about Jesus, so much so that they invited him back to preach again the following week something that doesn't happen to most preachers. But there are also those who refuse to listen. They preferred to stick to what they knew, their convictions, their traditions and way of life. They didn't think they needed this Jesus character in their life. My next song by Keith Green asks the question, how can people live without Jesus? It's a good question. He offers up some possible answers. Maybe they don't understand him. Maybe they just haven't heard. Or maybe we're not doing all we can to live up to his holy word, ouch. Whatever people's reasons for not having faith, may it not be because we've been too scared or too selfish to share it. May it not be because we're such a bad example that people look at us and think, by the looks of your life, I think I'll take my chances without Jesus. In a live version of the song, Keith sings for about four minutes and then spends longer than that telling the audience to go and buy plane tickets so they can go and preach the gospel all over the world. He was that kind of guy direct and desperate to remind the church that it was their job to bear witness to Jesus. Nobody took this more seriously than Paul himself, as we see in the book of Acts. He was willing to go to the ends of the earth to make sure everyone got a chance to respond to Jesus' great invitation. And so should we. Just don't send me somewhere even colder and rainier than England, please, Lord. This next song by Keith Green is called How Can They Live Without Jesus?
3: That's love. How can they feel so at home down here when there's so much more up above? Haven't heard, or maybe we're not doing all we can living up to His holy word. Cause
0: One common reason for not becoming a Christian is the fear that somehow you might lose all your personality and find yourself living some joyless and restrictive lifestyle. That doesn't sound very attractive, does it? I think all of us would reject that. Thankfully, what Jesus offers is not a shrunken life, but a greatly enlarged one. Not a list of joy-sucking rules, but a wider perspective and framework for living the fullest life possible. In fact, it's only in relation to God that we find we are truly alive and totally free, free from aimless distraction insatiable desires and crippling patterns of thinking and acting. Luke's final words in chapter 13 give a simple but beautiful description of the disciples. They were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. That wouldn't be a bad gravestone inscription, would it? This is a song called We Are The Free by Matt Redman. we When Jesus sent out his 12 disciples to share the good news, he gave them this instruction. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. At the end of this chapter, we see Paul and Barnabas following that advice. In the city were many people who welcomed their message, but there were those also who didn't. Those people stirred up such persecution against Paul and Barnabas that they were forced to leave the region So they shook the dust from their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. This physical act of shaking off their shoes was a sign that they were not going to be intimidated by those who would oppose them. They had preached the gospel to all who had ears to hear and to those who didn't, well, their judgment was on their own heads. Paul and Barnabas had done their job. It's a reminder to me that as much as we all have people we long to give their lives to Jesus, our responsibility is to tell them as authentically and as clearly as we can, the rest is up to them and God as Paul reminds his audience in Pisidian Antioch of the words of an Old Testament warning from Habakkuk. There will always be people who stubbornly refuse to believe, no matter how well we present the truth and how many miracles we show them. Paul or Barnabas may have been run out of town, but it didn't stop them pressing on to the next city to do the same again. In my final song today, Bob Dylan sings, Many try to stop me, shape me up in my mind, say, Prove to me that he is Lord, show me a sign. What kind of sign they need when it all comes from within? and what's lost has been found, What's to come has already been. Shake the dust off your feet, don't look back. Nothing now can hold you down, nothing that you lack. This is Pressing On by Bob Dylan.
3: Well, I'm pressing on. Yes, I'm pressing on
4: Have